basketball the basketball segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate and mate what's up boys so how's it going all right in today's episode we're going to take a look at sunday's games once again we'll recap them then we'll take a look at some of the monday games finished and some of the ones still in progress and then we'll just move over into fantasy basketball pickups for the week uh, and then when we talk about that, we'll just move right into the preview for the Tuesday game slate. We'll take a look at some of the spreads and sort of project some of the games. So, oh yeah, let's just start with the recap. We'll start with Sunday. Uh, the first game, the Golden State Warriors beating the LA Clippers 105-90. to A big win for the Warriors here. Stephen Curry leads the Warriors with 33 points. Paul George to lead the Clippers with 30. Then Otto Porter Jr., 10 rebounds to lead the Warriors. Eric Bledsoe with 10 to lead the Clippers. and then. In terms of assists, Draymond Green leads the Warriors with seven, and Marcus Morris leads the Clippers with five. Um, Nate, let me get to you on Golden State. I guess, what are your thoughts on this win? I guess um, they're a dominant team as usual. Um, it looks like pretty much almost no team can stop them this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think they have a streak where it's like every game this season, they've scored over 100 points, something like that. It's just completely insane what they're doing. Uh, looking really solid. They're actually looking deep for once, which is definitely something we haven't said about them the last couple of years. Uh, Mete, I'll just get to you on the Clippers. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team and their loss? Yeah, I think they're doing pretty good uh, giving their circumstances. And yeah, this loss hurts, but uh, it's the Warriors. They're 18 and two. So they've only taken two losses all year. So uh, there's no shame in losing to them. Uh, yeah, I think they're good this game, particularly Reggie Jackson. He had a really rough game. He didn't, uh, score a single point and he's been playing really well, uh, great lately. So yeah, uh, that definitely hurt them for, uh, this game. Yeah. He has been a big part of their offense considering Kawhi has not played at all this year. They definitely have gotten some big games from him. So hopefully uh, he can get back to full health. Uh, moving to the next game, Milwaukee Bucks beating the Indiana Pacers 118 to 100. Big win for the Bucks. Yanis Antetokounmpo leads them with 26 points. Karis Lever leads the Pacers with 23. Yanis adds 13 rebounds to lead the Bucks, while Demantis Sabonis has 10 to lead the Pacers. And then Drew Holiday, nine assists to lead the Bucks, while Sabonis has five for the Pacers. Um, Mete, I'll get right back to you on this Bucks team. Uh, they're looking really good lately. Yeah, they're looking much better ever since Drew Holiday came back. And yeah, it totally makes sense as he's uh, one of the uh, great, uh, better two-way players in the league right now. And yeah, they're still missing Brooke Lopez. But like you said, they're pick, uh, they're turning it around. So uh, yeah, the Bucks are looking great again. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, obviously, no Lopez for them yet, but I mean, Bobby Portis, he's filled in. He's played well. Uh, I think that, you know, they're, they're doing well uh, moving forward. Um, the record's definitely getting a lot better. Uh, Nate, I'll just get to you on the Pacers. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Um, I guess they're not really having the season that they necessarily wanted 13th in the East right now. I feel like they could have been a sleeper team in the East, maybe if things kind of went their way, but I guess they just need to take it one game at a time. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. Taking it one game at a time. Like you said, they are a pretty decent team. Maybe they just need to sort of figure things out, get it together, and then maybe they'll stri- uh, string together some wins going forward. Um, getting to the next game, uh, the Boston Celtics being the Toronto Raptors, 109-97. to 97. Uh, Marcus Smart leads the Celtics with 21 points. Fred Van Vliet, 27 to lead the Raptors. Um, in terms of rebounds, Al Horford with 11 to lead the Celtics. Uh, and Precious Achua had nine for the Raptors. Uh, in terms of assists, Jason Tatum, 10 to lead the Celtics. And Pascal Siakam at five to lead the Raptors. Uh, Nate, I'll get to you first. Talk a bit about Boston and then get to the Raptors. Um, I guess uh, for Boston, they're playing pretty pretty decent. Um, I feel like Raptors are a good defensive team normally, but um, Celtics have a really good offense, so they were able to beat that. And I guess for the Raptors, it's just been kind of a string of games where they try to do what they can, but it just doesn't seem to be enough. Yeah, I feel like in this game, you know, the Raptors focused a lot on Jason Tatum sort of limiting him, and then he was able to just dish it off to other players to be able to score. So, um, yeah, I guess they got to sort of figure out, um, I guess, in in terms of defending uh, multiple players on on the team. Uh, Mete, I'll just get to you. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on Boston and then the Raptors? Yeah, Boston, they're uh, still hanging around 500, so... Uh, they're super inconsistent, and the Raptors lately, they've been slumping, so it's definitely frustrating, but uh, they, the Raptors are a young team, so yeah, uh, games like this are kind of expected, and although it sucks for this season, I am still uh, really excited for the future. Yeah, I was going to say, as long as the Raptors, you know, can keep things around 500, they can still be in the mix, uh, you know, for like a play-in spot or something like that. So I think, yeah, like you said, they're still young, just taking it one game at a time, focusing on getting better. Yeah, I think they definitely can be in the mix, even uh, with a young team like this. Um, Getting to the next game, uh, Memphis Grizzlies beating the Sacramento Kings 128-101. The leaders for this game, uh, leading the Grizzlies in points was Dylan Brooks with 21. Uh, Leading the Kings was Buddy Heald with 14. Then in terms of rebounds, um, Steven Adams, 12. Uh, to lead the Grizzlies, and uh, Chimizi Metu had 11 to lead the Kings. Uh, and then in terms of assists, uh, Tyus Jones, 8 to lead the Grizzlies, and Davion Mitchell had 6 to lead the Kings. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you on the Grizzlies. I guess, what are your thoughts on this win? Yeah, uh, they got it done against the Kings, who I think they're a little better than their record shows. I think 8-13 and 13 is kind of tough. So, yeah, uh, it's a good win. 27 points is a big margin. Uh, They're without John Morant, which makes the win even more impressive as he's their best player. So, yeah, this is huge for them. Yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely hanging in there even without Morant. Um, Definitely a a much better team than they're given credit for. Um, Getting to you, Nate, I guess just talk about Sacramento and, and this loss. I guess for um, Sacramento, they've just kind of uh, been in a position where they're not necessarily the worst team anymore, but um, they're still, I guess you could could say they're kind of mediocre, at at least in terms of the West standards. They still improved a lot, but I think they have a long way to go. Yeah, I guess um, with this team, I don't know whether it was the coaching. I believe that they did fire their coach. 
Um, but I guess uh, whether it was just uh, gelling together, um, I don't know what this team needs. Maybe they need another player. They need to acquire uh, another player uh, to this team. But uh, yeah, they definitely need something just to, you know, um, get this team to gel together. Uh, hopefully they can get it done in time to sort of make a run for the playoffs. But um, I guess moving to another team in the West, we'll get to the Lakers. Um, they beat the Detroit Pistons uh, 110 to 106. Um, I think they had a pretty big lead in this game. Pistons did bring it back a little bit, um, but good win for the Lakers. Um, LeBron James leading with 33 points for the Lakers. And then uh, Jeremy Grant had 32 to lead the Pistons. In terms of rebounds, Anthony Davis 10th to lead the Lakers and Kate Cunningham at 11 to lead the Pistons. Uh, Russell Westbrook, nine assists to lead the Lakers and Killian Hayes had eight to lead Detroit. Uh, Nate, I'll get to you on the Lakers. I guess, what are your thoughts? Well, I guess they're officially at 500. So a win like this is kind of expected, especially for a Lakers team that's trying to make a deep run in the playoffs. So hopefully they get some more wins. Yeah, I mean, this team's been up and down all year. Obviously, uh, lately they've been having a, a tough time on defense, as we saw in this game where the Pistons scored, like, what, 36 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Lakers really had a hard time holding on to this game. I guess, Mete, what are your thoughts on the Pistons after this game? Yeah, I don't think they're as bad as their record shows as well. 4-16 uh, and 16 is really a rough record. And, yeah, the Pistons, they're another young team, so games like this are expected. But the Lakers, at least talent-wise, uh, I think they're up there in the league. So. It's definitely not a loss to be ashamed of, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think that heading into this game, we talked about it. Uh, the Lakers' defense has just not been up to par. So I expected the Pistons to put up a fight. I didn't expect them to almost win the game. So, yeah, good on Detroit in that sense. Uh, we'll move now to the Monday slate. Take a look at some of the games that are still going on. But there is one final to look at so far. Um, it's the Philadelphia 76ers beating the Orlando Magic 101 to 96. I guess taking a look at some of the scores here, um, Seth Curry led the 76ers with 24 points. Franz Wagner, 27 to lead the Magic. Um, in terms of rebounds, Joel Embiid, 13 to lead the 76ers. And Mo Bamba had 17 to lead the Magic. And then uh, Tyrese Maxey had nine assists to lead the 76ers, while Jalen Suggs had five to lead the Magic. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you on Philadelphia. I guess, what are your thoughts on this win? Yeah, it's a good win. The Magic, they're another team with a terrible record. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're that bad, honestly. They're just another young team. And, uh, yeah, the, the Sixers this season, they've been kind of shaky. They've had a lot of injuries. Uh, lately, like a couple games ago, they just got Embiid back, so that's huge for them. He's their best player. But yeah, before that, they were missing guys like Tobias Harris, Danny Green, uh, even Matisse Tybel, I think, missed time for COVID. So they have a tough record, but as long as they're healthy, they're one of the best teams in the league, I, I'd say. Yeah, and I mean, we don't even talk about the fact that Ben Simmons hasn't even played one game in this season as well. So uh, definitely a lot of players out for this team. I guess, Nate, I'll move to you on the Magic. I just, I guess, what are your thoughts after this game? Um, I feel like uh, the Magic, they're, again, another one of those teams that are, they're still um, rebuilding for the most part. But 
they're getting to the point where they can kind of keep it close with, um, I guess, higher caliber teams. Granted, 76ers aren't fully healthy. They don't, they don't have their full roster, but um, they both teams still came out to play. So I guess not necessarily a bad loss by the Magic. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, I think it was a big spread heading into this game, and they, they made it pretty close. So uh, definitely a, a good sign for this Orlando team. I guess looking at some of the scores in progress, um, uh, I think Denver, yeah, it's in the fourth quarter. Denver Nuggets are up on Miami, 107 to 91. Um, in the third quarter, uh, the Bulls are up uh, on uh, the Hornets. Um, and then also in the third quarter, uh, the Rockets are up on the Thunder. Um, in the third quarter, also, the Pacers are up on the Timberwolves. And then at halftime, Cleveland up on the Dallas Mavericks. Um, also at halftime, the Wizards are up on the Spurs. Uh, games just getting underway. First quarter, Portland up on Utah. And then Pelicans and Clippers are just starting the first quarter. Uh, so we won't take a look at those scores. Um, and then... Uh, we'll just move now uh, to the pickups for the week. Um, I guess I'll start with you, Nate. Who's your guard pickup for the week? I guess for the week, you can take a look at um, Cantavius Caldwell-Pope. Um, he's still been um, having a really good um, week so far. He's had double digits in scoring. Um, he's had a decent rebounds gets a little bit in other categories, but his scoring has um, been really good so far. So if you need someone, I guess, off the waiver wire, he's still available, about 38% roster. All right, and I guess my guard pickup for the week um, is a guy that just came back from injury and that's Danny Green. Um, I guess uh, he's more of a mid to deep league type guy. Um, you're mostly picking him up for threes, um, and I mean, you're picking him up for his defensive stats also. Um, he's getting like steals. I think he's, I think back-to-back -back games, he had four steals per game. So really solid right there. Um, he'll get occasional blocks as well for the guard positions. Definitely really solid. And he's been putting up double-digit points uh, in a lot of his games. So it's just another thing you can look at for Danny Green. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you for your guard pickup for the week. Yeah, so I decided to go with Alec Burks of the New York Knicks. He is shooting guard and small forward eligible on Yahoo and 41% rostered. So, yeah, uh, he's probably more of a shallow league guy, but he's the new starting uh, point guard, I guess, in uh, New York now that Kemba just got dropped out of rotation. So, yeah, I think he's a great player. Uh, he even started last game, I think, yesterday or Saturday, something like that. And he had a great game. So Tom Thibodeau also, he loves to play his starters uh, big minutes. So Alec Burks, I think he'll uh, be a great pickup if you can get him. All right. And uh, let's move now into the forward pickups for the week. I guess, Nate, I'll jump to you first. Uh, who's your forward pickup for the week? I guess for forwards, you can maybe take a look at Eric Gordon. Um, another player, he's been having really good um, scoring nights. He normally gets uh, double, double digits, especially if his um, threes are good. He gets threes, he gets the scoring. His assists have been going up for a little bit, so there might be some nights where he gets assists. Um, 
Houston Rockets schedule is looking pretty good this week as well. So um, 22% rostered. He should be available in most leagues. All right. And I guess my forward pickup for the week is Jeff Green for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, he plays both forward positions in fantasy. Um, there's been a lot of injuries for this Nuggets team. They are pretty banged up. So he's been getting a large minute share as of late. Um, his percentages are really solid. I think over his last four games, he's he's averaging over 0.600 field goal, which is insane. Um, and his free throw is almost perfect um, as well. Um, he shoots the three, which is solid. He has double digit points in his last four games, including one game where he went over 20. Um, he's getting rebounds, uh, some assists. Uh, he's getting some steals and blocks as well. He's pretty much just contributing in almost every category. So if you see Jeff Green on the waiver, um, maybe not shallow leagues, but like standard and deep leagues, definitely go add this guy because as, as long as he's getting the minutes, he's going to produce for you. So um, Mete, let me get to you for forwards. So for forward, I decided to go with Joe Ingles from the Utah Jazz. He is shooting guard, small forward, and power forward eligible. On Yahoo, 34% roster. And yeah, he's been starting last couple games. Royce O'Neal's been out, so he took his starting spot. And yeah, he's a guy who can do a little bit of everything. He's not particularly good at something, but uh, he's decent at everything. So it's, except for blocks, I'd say. Everything else, I think uh, he gives you great versatility. So especially if he's starting, even when he's not, he gets around 20 minutes. I think uh, he's a pretty good pickup for deeper leagues. All right, and uh, let's get to centers now. Um, Nate, I'll get to you first. Who's your center pickup for the week? I guess for the week, you can take a look at um, JaVale McGee. Um, he's been getting, I guess, pretty de decent minutes for, I guess, a guy who's uh, not a starter. Um, he gets uh, double digits in scoring. He gets a decent amount of, of rebounds. Um, I guess he's mostly got, like a guy who can kind of get double doubles. His field goal percentage is really good because he plays really close to the basket normally. So um, he shouldn't be too bad when it comes to field goal. His free throw percentage is pretty uh, decent sometimes for a center. So. Um, yeah, 29% roster. He should be available most leagues as well. All right. And I guess my center pickup for the week, this is more like a deep league pickup. And it's uh, DeMarcus Cousins. He just signed with the Milwaukee Bucks. I guess I recommend picking him up, I guess, to handcuff if you own Brooke Lopez because uh, we don't know how long he's going to be out. So uh, a good thing to do is put uh, Lopez on IR, use that spot to pick up a guy like DeMarcus Cousins. Then when he finds his way into the lineup, uh, you can just make use of him and I guess the minutes that he gets until Lopez comes back. And then you could most likely just drop him after. Uh, this is like a deep league hold type player. So um, definitely uh, try and add him. Uh, if you have Lopez or even if you have a guy like Bobby Portis as well, definitely try and uh, grab Cousins and sort of handcuff him with those players. Um, I guess, Mete, I'll get to you. Uh, who's your center for the week? Okay, so for center... I went with Marcus Morris from the Los Angeles Clippers and he's power forward center eligible on Yahoo, 29% rostered. So yeah, uh, deeper leagues, you can definitely find him. And he recently returned from injury, I think like two, three games ago. He's been starting 
Uh, he gets uh, good minutes. Can shoot the three ball at the center position. So, yeah, I think he's a good pickup for sure. All right. And, yeah, that's going to be the end of our fantasy basketball pickups for the week. Uh, so let's just move right into the Tuesday preview uh, for the NBA game slate. Uh, there's a few games here on deck. We'll start with the New York Knicks against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the spread is six and a half in favor of the Nets. Uh, Matt, I'll get to you first. I guess, which side are you on here? Uh, I think I'll have to go with the Nets. It's not the biggest spread. They're home and... I don't know the Knicks. They've been kind of mediocre right now. So I think the Nets is a safer bet right now. All right, Nate, I'll get to you. I guess, which side are you on here? I'm going to go with the Nets for similar reasons. Um, Knicks, they've been going against um, really strong teams, but they haven't been able to um, beat beat them for the most part. So I feel like the Nets are going to be the same story for the most part as well. Yeah, I don't think the question is whether the Nets are going to win this game. I think the question is just whether they're going to cover. Um, I think it it should be pretty safe for them to cover. I think if the number creeps up into like seven or eight, I might consider taking the Knicks. But I think at six and a half, I, I should be good with going with Brooklyn as well. Um, moving into the next game, uh, it's the Toronto Raptors against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the Raptors are favored by four and a half. Nate, I guess, uh, which side are you on here? Um, I mean, I want to say, um, you could trust in the Raptors, but at the same time, the Raptors haven't really been too consistent. So if you want like a safer pick, you should probably go with Grizzlies. All right, Mete, getting to you, Raptors are favored by four and a half. I guess, which side are you on here? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Nate. I want to say Raptors and Grizzlies, they don't have John Morant, but Raptors have been on a huge slump lately, so I think it's kind of hard to trust them as favorites right now. And for those reasons, I'd go with the Grizzlies as well. Yeah, I think the only reason the Raptors are favored in this game is because they're at home. I feel like this would be probably be more of a, close to an even line um, the other way around. So I think you might be okay taking the Grizzlies, getting the points, I feel like. Uh, that should be a, a pretty safe play in this game. I think I'm going to agree with you guys on that. Um, moving to the next game, uh, the LA Lakers at the Sacramento Kings. Looks like the Lakers are favored by four and a half. Uh, Mete, uh, which side are you on here? Uh, it's a tough call. They just played recently a crazy triple overtime game, and the Kings won. So, And I, I've been telling you guys, I feel like the Kings, they're better, better than their record, so... It's honestly a tough call, and uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the spread. What was the spread? Four and a half for the Lakers. Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe go with the Kings, honestly. Like I said, they played a triple overtime game. The Kings had their number, and they're at home. So the Lakers, they're not really convincing right now, in my opinion. All right, Nate, I'll get to you. I guess which side do you like here? Um, I'm going to go with the Kings as well, mainly because um, it's not that the Lakers aren't talented. It's just that they've been letting um, games get way too close and they should be. So, yeah, I feel like Kings might have a chance on this. Yeah, honestly, like I mentioned, like the Lakers have just had, been having a lot of problems playing defense. Like I feel like they're letting up way 
too many points compared to the talent they have on their roster. So I feel like a team like the Kings, like Mete, you talked about last game, they actually exploited that. And I mean, the Kings are at home for this game and they're getting points. I feel like they could uh, go to the Kings um, and they should be able to cover this game. Um, moving to the next game, it's a pretty big game here. Uh, it's the Warriors at the Suns and the Suns are actually favored in this game, which is pretty interesting. Probably the home advantage that's giving them that. Um, I guess I'll bounce it to you, Nate. Uh, which side are you on here? I mean, they're two really dominant teams, but I'm going to have to go with the Warriors on this. Um, their offense is really hard to stop this year. All right. And Mete getting to you. Suns are favored by two and a half. I guess, which side are you on? Yeah, I know the Suns are home, but the Warriors, man, they've been so good this year that and you're giving me them as an underdog, I would definitely have to go with them. I think my guess for this game is that the spread is going to get to around uh, a pick em, uh, heading into the game. If that's the case, I might lean with the Suns just because they're at home. But at plus two and a half, like I have to take the Warriors. Like If you're giving me points with the Warriors, like you just have to take it. They've been so strong all year. Um, you just really can't go against them at this point. Um, and then getting to the final game, uh, Detroit Pistons at Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, the Blazers are favored by nine and a half. I guess, uh, Mete, which side are you on here? I might have to go with the Pistons because it's kind of a larger, larger spread. And I was saying how I feel like the Pistons are a little better, better than their record. And yeah, it's a bigger spread. So I think they could cover that. All right, Nate, I'll get to you. I guess, which side are you on here? I'm going to go with the Pistons as well. Um, Trail Blazers, they're not necessarily the most consistent team. I think uh, Norman Powell might not be healthy that game either. So that's going to make it even harder for the Blazers to cover this. Yeah, I mean, uh, if Norman Powell is confirmed to play, I think I would go with the Blazers. I just feel like they're a team that's night and day when it comes to being at home or playing away. Like at home, they're such a strong team. And then on the road, they just don't look like the same team. So um, if Powell does play, yeah, I'd be fine going with the Blazers. But yeah, uh, if you're saying that he's out, uh, give me Detroit. I, I definitely think uh, the Pistons, they're, they're good enough to be able to cover this game for sure. And yeah, that's the end of the preview. Um, I guess, uh, Mette, I'll get to you first. I guess any last thoughts? Uh, that game tomorrow, I think, the Warriors and Suns is going to be great. Two teams that are on an absolute tear and yeah we'll see who takes an L as they really haven't been taking L's lately yeah that game definitely needs to be on prime time whether it's uh, ESPN or TNT whatever that definitely has to be a prime time game for sure um I guess Nate getting to you any last thoughts on I guess uh, NBA or, or anything else I guess the Warriors call themselves the dubs for a reason because that's all they get <laughs> I mean, I can't argue that. Like, look at their record. What are they like, nineteen and two or something like that? It's just insane what they're doing right now. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just looking at their team, uh, they just—I don't know—they seem to look a lot deeper than they've had in, in previous years. I just feel like that this team can—they can really do something, um, not just for the rest of the season, but in the playoffs as well. Um, like Steph Curry still producing in his mid thirties, so. 
um, they don't have anything to worry about. They have Clay Thompson coming back. So uh, definitely looking forward to what this Warriors team is going to do moving forward. And I mean, you guys talked about Phoenix as well. I definitely like what they've done. Um, you know, just being able to beat a lot of big teams, go on that streak. And I mean, uh, this this game might be the the foretelling of like a playoff series or something. So, um, yeah, definitely excited to look forward to. And yeah, that's going to be the end of big time basketball for this week. Uh, make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at FanFanPodcast. We got picks up for the NBA, NHL, NFL. Definitely go check it out. And then uh, for this episode, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave us a review, all that good stuff. And yeah, guys, uh, we talked about the big games. We're going to look forward to definitely exciting uh, for the NBA. And we're, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.